and welcome to Housing Bites, the show where I speak to people working in and around the housing sector about the challenges we all face in our day-to-day working lives. I'm your host, Scott McKinvan, and I have two decades of experience working for housing associations, most recently Clarion, and now I'm running my own consultancy. In this episode, I'm joined by Ravi, who is CEO of Lewisham Plus Credit Union. We talk about how he went from running a local post office to being at the helm of the organisation, helping those who need financial support, and what initiatives they have in place to make that happen. But my first question to, to you, Ravi, is tell me a bit about what is a credit union? Credit unions basically are a financial cooperative. They're a member-owned organisation. There are two different types. One could be a community-based organisation, so the common bond stretches only within the community. And the other could be industrial-based. So, for example, if you work for NHS, for example, or postal workers or police or something like that, you could have a credit union for all your employees uh, working within that sector. So we are a community-based organisation. We cover the boroughs of London boroughs of Lewisham and Bromley. The main purpose of our credit union is to work with the local community to help them save and to be able to borrow from us at a affordable rate. And we pride ourselves that we are an ethical lender. So we, we know we consider other people the the members application and take their uh, situation into account and we will only lend if they can afford it when you can borrow from us as little as 50 quid and as much as fifteen thousand. that's a really broad range isn't it 50 pounds to fifteen thousand pounds two things that, that, that jumped out to me what do you call affordable what's an affordable rate especially in a market that's changing today i mean mostly people should be a able to afford a small loan. But if they have a poor habit, for example, gambling, alcoholism, something like that, or they don't manage their money, they don't know how to budget. I mean, we've had people who turn up for a £100 loan in a taxi, and taxis waiting outside. they got five members inside waiting, so they have to take their turns. They get agitated because... They'll the money. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's an extreme example. It only happened once when I first started. But, you know, you can see where it's going. I mean, you know, lots of people do unnecessary spending in the sense as soon as they get their money, they go and buy some expensive gifts for their kids or takeaways quite frequently. And then they find that they can't afford to keep going for the rest of the week, for example. And that kind of things happen quite often. So... Essentially, everyone should be able to afford something, but sometimes rents can make things unaffordable because suddenly something's gone up. Or exceptional expenditure, something like a car breaking down or a washing machine or something like that. But we assess all of them, and mostly we try and help them with some kind of loan. And I think that's that's really good. Again, from from my knowledge of of credit unions, you know, I've worked with, with you and others for a long time is that help around budgeting mm-hmm. and supporting people mm-hmm. through that uh, low process. You don't really want to turn people away, but also no. at the same time, you don't want to cre- create hardship. No, there is an element of education piece. Yeah. So we will sit down with them, we'll ask them to write down all their expenditure, we'll look at their bank statements and say, guys, you know, did you really have to do that? Yeah. Did you have to do that? And if you hadn't, you know, played on Gala Bingo for about, you know, four days in the last over uh, lockdown, you, you don't need a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that kind of those those lessons learned yeah. and those educating 
And again, knowing in the community that you work here and, and others across the country yeah. in credit unions, it's that local support as well. Absolutely. That you offer. Absolutely. And we know the members. We, you know, not everyone personally, but mostly we know them and we know the frequent visitors and we have a conversation with them. We tend to have, you know, the people who have more problems yeah. tend to frequent the credit union more often. So we get to know them and then we plan to help them and guide them along. Yeah, but a really valuable support that, that you do with them in in the local community. Um, so, so Rami, I, I've, that's a really good overview in terms of how a credit union works, what is a credit union. But tell me about a bit about your role. How, how did you come into the role of CEO here at Lewisham Plus? Uh, I, I've been working since I was 16. No one tell you how old I am now. So oh, there's no age on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been around a little bit. So my initial career started in banking. Mm-hmm. So I was in investment management for close to 15 years. Yeah. And then I decided I want to change in life and I want to do something for myself. My kids were quite young. So I decided I'll take the entrepreneurial route Yeah, and decided to buy the local post office. That post of his was kind of run down and neglected. So I thought, mm, I'll cre- you know, I'll, I'll create a niche market here. Yeah. And my kids were having parties every day. And then they were about four or five and, you know, 30 kids in each class. And, you know, I'll have to rush to parties. And I tried to buy something for their party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to Woolworths, Woolworths around that time and looked everywhere. It's so difficult. And I got a parking ticket as well. Oh, oh, I, okay. So I was a bit unhappy. And I thought, hmm, I could create a part of a niche in the market. Yeah. So this is before Amazon and all the other things and internet and everything yeah. else. So I created a party shop when, you know, helium balloons and, you know, all the theme, yeah. party stuff and things like that. And it was, it, it was doing very well. And then uh, a few years down the road, Post office decided they want to close one in three post offices. Yeah. So mine got picked to shut down. But that's fine because I built up the business on the back of the post office. So I was doing fine. But except party doesn't happen every day. No. Except no. all the other weekend, yeah. you're quite busy the weekend. And Monday to Thursday, you'll probably see half a dozen people. Yeah. So I was getting a bit bored with it and decided to sell the business and did a bit of traveling. But the money was running out. Yes, yes. I tried to go back into what I was doing before, but it proved quite difficult because I'd been away from... It changes very quickly, doesn't it? I think any industry, if you you leave it for a period of time, gets quite difficult to get back into. Yeah, indeed. So I decided to buy another post office somewhere else, So, which is kind of much more, a bit more secure uh, and not likely to close, and they weren't going to close anymore anyway. So I started the post office and I got involved with a charity, basically. Somebody somebody was looking for a trustee and I said, okay, uh, you know, I'll, I'll come. I can become a trustee. You know, I've got some spare hours. So I got involved with the charity and became quickly became trustee of two charities. So then my mindset changed from being an investment yeah. manager to kind of entrepreneur to, you know, to just start thinking about, people who are in need and how we can help and all that. 
And then I was still getting a bit bothered. Post office was the last resort when I, when I went to buy it. Yeah. I wanted to do something else. And so I was looking in the third sector website and there was a job for Lewisham Plus. I thought, hmm, that kind of combines both my interests, yeah. you know, some banking knowledge and some community-based knowledge. And here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm still here. And and it, and it's really interesting. I think that 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 has been one of the last six or seven years. Yeah, absolutely. That you've been here, and that that draw, that that social entrepreneurship draw, I think is quite strong for a lot. I think there's been a lot of people who are listening to to this podcast and saying, "Oh, okay, I'm interested in going down a trustee route. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in going to to work for a, a smaller organisation." and and have more impact into it. And I think that's exactly what you're describing. Absolutely. Just Google third sector jobs. Yeah. So, so there's you, a lot of find a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of, if you like, transferable skills yeah, absolutely. in that. But you've seen a lot of changes just within the credit union movement and Lewisham Plus over the six or seven years. Tell me about some of those changes that you might have seen. Absolutely. I mean, you know, over the last six or seven years, we've been moving from one crisis to the other. Yeah. We had the yeah. banking crisis in 2008. And then since then, it's been one thing or the other. Yeah. So cost of living, COVID, energy prices going yeah. up. Yeah. And now again, potentially another banking crisis going to happen yeah. now or happening now as we speak. So add to that, the digital, the experience, you know, everyone going yeah. digital, bank branches closing, you know, Woolworths where I bought the party stuff, shutting down, yeah, gone, gone. for example. And, you know, more coffee shops, more charity shops on the high street. They're not creating new jobs, really. You know, if you, if you go down to the high street 30 years ago, you'll see probably 30 or 40 different businesses. Yeah. Now you're confined to kind of four or five sectors, which, you know, if you were to buy food, it's online. Yeah. If you were to get a taxi, it's online. If you were to bank, it's online. You know. Almost everything, gentlemen, isn't it? That that digital change. Yeah. But you, you, you're hitting things that are hitting everyday people now. Cost of living, energy, money getting tighter. Absolutely. And again, we say that's where a credit union can come in. Yeah. If things are, are looking tight. So I'm going to speak to your local credit union. Indeed. So we, we, we've been forced to some degree. We, we had to go online as well. And we have an app now, which yeah. we wouldn't have dreamt about five years ago and people can apply for loans online from anywhere uh, you know in the middle of the night they kind of you know tap and apply you don't have to wait for the credit you open at 9 30 or whatever so you can do everything remotely if you choose to well that's been a big change then hasn't it because i remember again we're looking and working with credit unions that none of them no. were online at one point and then slowly but surely you push that and it's so good to hear now that you can do it Online, you can get a loan online. You can manage your money online. I think you can even transfer your money absolutely from your on account your, on to, on your app. into another account on your app. Yeah, you have a lot more ability yeah. um, to do things there. So we are branch focused as well as online. So you can choose how we react with us, yeah. how we interact with us, rather. So you know we're not shutting any branches. We're still carried on. We're going to serve the vulnerable people who walk through, who are not digitally able, digitally excluded, for example. We still help them. Able. Again, a very important thing is that being embedded, said earlier on, in the local community yeah. so people can come and visit. They can be supported Absolutely. here. So you're not going to exclude anyone yeah. just by being online. What you're doing is you're, you're broadening your offer. Yeah. 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 Really good. Really good. But tell me about some of the partnerships that, that you're involved in. We are happy to partner with 
anyone and everyone as long as they're ethical. Okay. Right? Okay. So we have partnership with schools, we have partnership with the university, we partnership with the churches, and probably our biggest partnership is housing association. Housing associations. I'm social, sure you mentioned that. Social landlords. Yeah. So the reason is most of our clients, probably the majority, more than 60%, tend to be from the housing association. Because they understand housing association, as you know, not for profit organizations, but you know, we have the similar, similar. There's great synergy, isn't there? The great synergy in terms of why you're set up, where your focus is, is to support people. And ultimately, housing association and credit unions want to improve people's lives. Absolutely. So, because through the partnership of various housing associations that operate within two boroughs, we've benefited. So, for example, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention names. Mention names. <laughs> so, someone always tell us if we can't mention a name after the fact. But mention so, Avery Sutton, uh, yeah. Clarion, as it now yeah. supported our new branch in uh, Codmondine Crescent when we opened a new branch. Where we are speaking now at the Green Man, there's a huge housing institution called Phoenix. Yeah. So, they've been supporting us over the last eight years to have the branch here. Lewisham Homes, for example, another housing association that supports our other branch at New Cross. And there are some small housing associations also, you know, we've been partnering with. It's really good that you, you're mentioning those those housing associations because, as we said, that alignment of working together mm-hmm. is really important. Um, but also the win-win situation Absolutely. Um, that, that you bring there. And I'd forgotten all about opening the Cotmondine yes. shops. And, and I, it, it funny back to me, as soon as you said it, I thought, yeah. yes, and, yeah. And, and I remember, for those who don't know, it's um, uh, an estate area in southeast London, in Orpington, in southeast London. And again, the housing association supported to make that happen. Absolutely. And and again, it, it's, it's jumped back to me when what was Axe Credit Union, where Lewisham Plus Credit Union yeah. comes from, yeah. the Sydenham branch that you have there was an old Barclays Bank. Yes, indeed. And I remember going into there. Just after the bank had closed down, looking at the funding program that was going to be put together for okay. Axe Credit Union to go in there. Wow. And I'd forgotten all about that. Okay. You, you've literally, you've taken me about, I don't know, 20 years, but <laughs> probably that length of time in one instant thing. But again, what it comes back to is what you were saying about why probably you and I are both in this sector mm-hmm. is because it's about helping. Indeed. Yeah, people. Absolutely. And you can see those changes that have happened over the years. A credit union such as Lucian Plus going from one no branch or a really small branch to what did you say three or four? Four, 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 four yeah. now. Four. So that growth has been really, really good to see. On and what's what's a message that you'd, you'd like to give to some of those partners that are out there, or even someone if they're thinking of actually coming on the board of a credit union or being involved in some way? Well, what would you say to them? Well, you know, you're only a phone call away or an email away. Get in touch. And if there is an opportunity to partner, we would. I mean, recently we've partnered with, I don't know if you know, there are some vulnerable communities, assisted living. Yeah. For, uh, there are around Lewisham and Bromley. So, my office manager called us and said, we've got about 30 vulnerable people and they can't really manage their money. Some of them are able to deal with chip and pin. They can't do any online stuff. And how can you help? You know, they've had regular bank accounts and they've been shut out because they kind of get yeah. their pay and then what have you. 
So we, we partner with an ethical card provider called Engage or Quantis. Uh, and we set them up with cards and we set up with accounts. And some people regularly walk in and take some money out. Some people are able to do it on the high street. They forget the PIN number or something like that. They call us. We try and help them with that. And that kind of synergy or support, yeah. Yeah. if you like. And it's really good, the, that ethical tie-up, and actually showing that you'll go the extra mile mm. as well to support in those local communities. Well, Ravi, it's really good what, what you've said there. There's been a whole raft of information. I really like that you said just a phone call away or an email away. And that's really a call out to, to anybody. If you want to get involved with the credit union, whether that's from a partnership point of view, from an opportunity point of view, in terms of supporting, we'll put some details below from, um, in from the pod. Volunteering point of view. From a volunteering any, point of view. Any role, yeah. you know, from, you know, few hours in the branch to become a board member. You know, we have the whole range of opportunities available. So the good news is there's a whole range of opportunities. And what we do is we try and make them available for everyone. All I can say is, Ravi, thank you so much. Thank you, Scott. You know, thank you. It's an overview of credit unions, what Lucian Plus does, how you got involved in it. And uh, let's see uh, where we go next. Brilliant. Thank Thanks you very much. Ravi. Cheers. Bye-bye.